1: Bravo Bestie Diana Jebbia, host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. If you aren't following me already, make sure you're doing that on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. We have fun. I do reels with hot takes. I piss people off. They leave nasty comments. I'm just kidding. A lot of you are great. There's always just a few bad apples in the bunch and they're kind of fun to see. Someone commented, this should be your last podcast on a post that was not a podcast it was a real so that was really funny um anyway you should also while you're there follow believe at believe lifestyle and at believe network believe it's spelled b-l-e-a-v and I'm so excited because I've been with them for a whole year and it's been nothing but wonderful things so happy year anniversary to you bestie if you've been with me the whole time and if you haven't don't worry you can catch up on all the old amazing episodes It's kind of fun to go back and listen, and I recap shows. Uh, I had a couple of special guests, a couple. I had plenty of special guests. Speaking of those, by the way, you are in store for some amazing guests today. I know I was a little late with this podcast. Things have been crazy, but like they say, good things come to those who wait, and I promise this episode is a really good thing because I have returning guest, friend of the show, Samaj on And I also have my IRL bestie, Sarah Park. Um, It was her first podcast appearance, so I'm honored that I had the blessing of giving her that honor. So without any further ado, I really think you should grab something to drink on this one. We did tape this on Cinco de Mayo, so Sarah and I had margaritas. Samaj, I think he was just having his uh, Pellegrino. Classy, I was going to say classy broad. Classy person he is. I don't know if he would want to be called a broad. But anyway, (laughs) Take a sip of your drink. Let's have some fun. It is a progressive downward spiral with me and the margaritas. I think you'll really enjoy it. Without any further ado, Samaj and Sarah, my bravo besties. All right. Hi, babes. I'm so excited because today is a really special episode. Um, Well, number one, it's Cinco de Mayo. So we're all pumped up with Mexican food, which is very exciting. Um, But For two, I have a friend of the show, repeat guest, Samaj here, and also my IRL bestie, Sarah Park, who's like sitting next to me. She's my first live like IRL podcast guest, which is really exciting. So, babes, please raise your glass and welcome Samaj and Sarah to the show.
0: Oh, my God. Diana, this is special for many reasons. One, it's single de Mayo. So happy single de Mayo to everyone who celebrates. And number two, my best friend's name is Sarah. So look at this. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the way our world just keep colliding, it's almost like we're from the same town. Like I love this for us.
1: <laughs> we practically are. That's that's what I love. Also, I love how like you're your Zoom background. So like if you disappear, it's still very much you.
0: I have to be my own biggest fan
1: you do and you you do so well at it and you're also what I love about you is you're your own biggest fan but you still manage to share the love for everyone
0: do better other friends and other podcasters we can do it
1: <laughs> well talk to me What what's been new since you've last been on the show because you were on my 30th birthday episode so it's been a couple yes. months what's new wow. what have you been working on
0: Last season, last time I was here at the wonderful house of Believe and Bravo Besties, Uh, I had a really great time. Yes, we did celebrate your birthday. I'm actually getting ready to celebrate my birthday. It is next Saturday. So this coming week, I will be seeing Tommy and MJ, Miss Sheena Shea, and the girls back home. I mean, what could be better?
1: Oh my God, wait, what are you doing?
0: So Tommy and MJ are doing their first ever live podcast. So I'll be going Uh to attend that. Been shenanigans you know Shay. She's doing her yeah. first live podcast, and then like all my friends in New York and Long Island, they just want to celebrate me and see me. So whatever they want to do, I'm going to do with them. And then eventually That's I have awesome. to come back and go to work, you know, uh, occupational duties.
1: That's the worst feeling. I had to go back to work after Coachella, which like I should not complain because work was the reason why I went to Coachella. You but like, like I went to emotional big- distress. Yeah, I went to Vegas and then Coachella and then I napped for a whole day and I was like, well, back to the grind. So coming down from that high, I totally get it. Do you want to tell everyone how old you're going to be turning?
0: Okay, so obviously, you know, lady never tells her age, but some (laughs) might say that this will be the seventh anniversary of my 21st birthday.
1: Oh my God, you're still a baby. (laughs) You're so young. I love this for you.
0: I mean, you know, grateful to be here, honestly, truly. Because, you yes. know, COVID, life, so many things to take me out. These, everyone's tickets going to sell again, BravoCon tickets, uh, <laughs> so many things are trying to take me out. Like last week I had bronchitis, throat, strepto- and a staph infection, which I'm still all battling, but like- I got some Tamash! <laughs> what the hell, man? But, you know, for you and your show, I will, I will battle through the bronch and the strep and the staph. <laughs>
1: you're so funny um you're like kyle and amanda who had covid before (laughs) their wedding
0: covid the style it's all happening truly it's 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 all happening
1: we will get definitely more into them a little bit later on because spoiler for the folks listening at home i just showed sarah her first episode of summer house yes
0: oh wow
2: i i liked it it's a classy jersey shore
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes that's the general consensus
0: that's a great way to put it. I like that.
1: Um, I definitely, so I don't wanna buzz right into that. I just had to bring it up. I think we'll definitely get more into that with the recap, but I think I should indoctrinate Sarah a little bit because you've been on the show. I've, I've asked you before, but Sarah has not. So every time I come on the show or I bring someone on the show, I ask them, who would your Bravo bestie be? And what would you do on a day together? And it could literally be like anyone.
2: Okay. Um, off the top of my head, I would say my gut reaction is Stossy. Um, and I don't know, I just feel like a fun I'd want to hang out with her in October because she's really into that spooky Halloween vibe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she would be really fun to go to like the Hollywood Cemetery or go to a outdoor movie and watch like a Halloween themed movie or something like that. And then just like shopping in LA, getting coffee, getting matcha, playing with her daughter.
1: Yeah.
2: A fun day and I um I just love her personality and I like watching her mature she was kind of that mean girl like we kind of talked about earlier and she was younger than I am when she started the show and just to watch her go from you know being all about the drama transitioning into motherhood um she's just really cool
1: yeah I think that's a great choice um I could I think that I could definitely see you guys getting along yeah yeah, that would be fun. If you guys had a show, I would watch that for sure. She gives me like older sister vibes.
2: Like, we yeah. We both have our own thing going on, but like at the end of the day, we have stuff in common.
1: She was always very kind to me. I used to manage her Facebook group page. I don't really love talking about it just because oh, like- Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah, it resonate? was-
0: I mean, it just grows, Diane. Every time I talk to you, I learn about a new job and it just gets better and better.
1: Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, it was me and two other girls, Zaria, who runs the Sir Rules page on Instagram, who's like one of my in real life best friends. And then another girl, oh, three other girls. Um, Another girl named Brittany and another girl named Vianney. And it was a fun time.
0: I used to be in it. I joined it right right before pandemic. So I, I was there while it was still very fun.
1: Oh my God. Wait. So then I feel like our paths have definitely crossed because I left in June, 2020, just when I couldn't agree with her anymore. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. I need to yeah. leave. Um, hey. and I stepped down. Yeah. So well, I
0: just left Facebook altogether. True. So I just, I, I threw the whole app away. You know, I threw out the baby in the bathwater, but <laughs> yeah, you know, but before all that, it was a really nice place to be.
1: Oh my God. I'm glad. Cause I felt like I was such a bitchy admin. Like there's so many things I look back and I'm like, <laughs> I would have done this differently and this mm-hmm. differently, but the too long and didn't read of it all is like, she was always very kind to me at least. Like I've had nothing but nice experiences with Same. her. I just couldn't like, once she started with her antics, I'm like, I just morally can't support this, but I it's wish like her nothing Jersey. but the best
0: it's like Jersey season eight it's like you know when Margaret's telling Teresa yes Danielle's nice to you yes she shows up for you but look how she's treating everyone else around you like we can't just tunnel vision our way through every friendship
2: I I will say that I don't agree with Stassi's actions when she yeah you know they called the cop on Faith I think her name was yeah I absolutely do not condone that I don't agree with it so I don't think that she's perfect um and yeah. i do not agree with a lot of the mistakes that she's made i think they are significant sure um but i would still spend a day with her for I sure i, I also
1: think too. i mean it's not my place to say but i think motherhood may has like may have softened totally. her what do you think you know, samaj
0: i would hope and all i will say on that is only time will tell she says she's changed she says she's different time will tell
1: yeah definitely definitely that's what you know part of being a bestie here is i have like (laughs) rules for besties on my show so like part of being a bestie is like you let people's actions speak for themselves yes yeah give
0: people chances when they say they when they say they're going to change give them the space to change if they don't change then you you know adjust but give them that chance give them that initial chance
1: amen absolutely i love that um, So speaking of people who are non, no longer on shows, Bravo put out a bombshell of the new Real Housewives Ultimate Girls oh trip, God. the trailer. And what I love about this season, they're actually branding it as the ex-wives club, which I yes. think is hysterical. Um, I think it's a fabulous way for them to lean into their we've all been fired roles. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> nicely. To nicely land in there, and I love that we are still keeping the ragout hashtag of it all, Real house
1: ragout. Yeah, ragout. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, my god, so. it's wait, it's like ragout, but yes. like. That's oh my god. That, that's that's so the lane funny. I'm more
0: comfortable with, but um, yeah, so I'm happy that that's you know. Funny. Housewives, Ultimate Girl Dot. What's it called? Semicolon. uh, uh the co- dot, colon. The dots. The circles. Yeah, colon. Whatever it's called. Yeah ex-wives Club, so it's like, oh great! So this is the new franchise, Ultimate Girls Trip, blah 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 blah. So I'm excited that we are expanding the Ultimate Girls Trip cinematic universe.
2: And I just think that um if Bravo can make fun of itself in a way, like you said, like they're already making fun of themselves for being the ones who got fired, it yeah. sets a good tone for the show that it's not going to be too serious. It's not going to be like uncomfortable drama. It's yeah. going to be lighthearted. It's going to be catty. It's going to be entertaining.
0: I hope so because I heard one of the first fights they have is literally Dorinda versus Vicky fighting about COVID.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god that's incredible. I really like who are you guys most excited to see come back because I really think they brought out the big guns. Like last season was kind of the big guns of our current housewives and I think I personally was disappointed in, in the first season of girl strip. I know that's the unpopular opinion, (laughs) but I was disappointed. I just thought it was too many big personalities trying to be like, who's the biggest personality. Um, but I think with this, it's the big guns of the has-beens for lack of a nicer way Mm -hmm. to put it. And I think they all want to make up for lost time on air. So I just think it's going to be that raw, authentic drama. So out of all the players that are coming back, who are you both most excited to see?
2: Um, I'm excited for Brandy. I've always been a Brandy fan. I know Mm -hmm. that she's wild. I don't agree with (laughs) all of her, you know, her perspectives, her actions, her take on things. But like when we're talking about pure housewives entertainment, Brandy is gold in my mind because she just has this like, you know, always on something, kind of head in the clouds, you know, doesn't <laughs> yeah. care what she's saying, doesn't walk on eggshells unapologetically mm-hmm. herself. And I just enjoy watching that
1: that train wreck.
0: I am excited for everyone but Eva.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, why, why not Eva?
0: I didn't like her on the show. I found her boring then, I find her boring now. I put her in a box with like, you know, one Theodore melatonin, also known as Teddy Mellencamp. I put her in the same box with, you know, maybe like, I don't know, one Emily Simpson. I put her in the same box with like, you know, I don't know, maybe one, you know, um, Ashley Darby for other reasons. I put her in the same box with one, I don't know, Jackie Goldschneider. And I put her in the same box with, I don't know, maybe like Aaliyah. And then I put her in the box with maybe like, hmm, say, hmm, a Dr. Nicole. And then I put her in the box, you know, with someone like, hmm, I don't know. I think I'll put her. I'll leave her where she is. She's a doctor. You know what? I'll take that back. But yeah. Okay. Um, I've i just found her routinely boring throughout the years, and I see no room for improvement. She might prove me wrong. I don't know, but right now I'm like, mm, we couldn't have Did another you ex.
1: Ever watch um Eva when she was on America's Next Top Model?
0: Yes, but I'm not giving her credit for that because that was a whole different style of genre of reality TV. Like reality TV then was not what we know it now. So I feel like that's like apples to oranges a little bit or peaches to modeling contracts.
1: I just feel like she definitely did stir up the drama in that tiny like model house. So I think when when it was announced she was coming on Atlanta for the first season, I was so excited because I'm like, this is a familiar face. This what is happened? someone we know is capable of stirring up drama, but I do agree with you. She fell a little bit flat.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Hey, you know what? I I am someone. I'm fair. I give everyone second chance. So yes, you're two best days second. So don't do you think
1: on <laughs> now <laughs> that because it's hard? Let's let's look at Atlanta as a franchise, right? When she came on, she was with very big personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Nini of it all. Do you think now on Regat, um, she, will have, <laughs> she will have she will have a better chance to shine because she's not she's with different bigger players, maybe who aren't the same. Because like Nini is just gold, you know. Nini, it's, Porsche, it's hard to compete Kenya, with me. It's hard yeah. to compete with them. Like I could see her getting lost in that lineup. Do you think? her up against a Vicky, like we've seen at the trailer, do you think this is more of her chance to shine? It better be. (laughs) I like that. I think, yeah. I feel like I'm most excited to see Vicky and Tamara come back. I am excited for Brandy as well. And of course, Dorinda, because like what are we doing here without Dorinda? We didn't what are know. You for doing the- here without Dorinda? Yes, I love there's something about Dorinda that reminds me of she embodies the Staten Island of the Real Housewives in New York. Like a lot of the yes. New York City Housewives do not embody that, but Dorinda no. does. Dorinda very much feels like home. She's a warm hug. Um, so- yeah. She is, especially when she gets mad and that accent comes flying out. I'm like, I'm looking in a mirror right now. This is so great. But definitely Dorinda and Tamara and Vicky are just like, they're dose of the formerly Trace Amigas, but they're really, they bring me back such nostalgia because Mm -hmm. when they were the beginning of Orange County, like when Tamara came on, those were definitely the heyday years of Orange County. Truly. So I hope we get to see more of that. I don't like it when they're mad at each other.
0: Oh, no, I love it. Because we know eventually they'll come back around. So like while they're fighting, it's such a good fight. Because those two fight dirty.
1: They do. It just makes me so sad.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it, it is sad, but it's so entertaining. It's like you said, it's peak reality TV. It's peak Orange County.
1: Yeah. So my last question to wrap up, Regat, um mm-hmm. do you think that this season will be anyone's entree back into the franchise as a full-time cast member
0: um I want to say no because the way peacock itself has been successful I think they might become the star of peacock or they might become a peacock star maybe they'll sneak their way back into you know the flagships but I really think if they're smart well no let, let me let me not say that I think seeing the success of the two previous peacock projects, I think them I think I think it would behoove them to capitalize on the Peacock of it all and become just a peacock star. Like, yeah. like a new life. So that shows you moved on, you've accepted a new role, you're just as good if not better. And like now you've got like a whole new audience you're opening yourself up to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Peacock's been knocking it out of the park. Miami, mm-hmm. like I honestly think it's so going to move to Bravo Five for stars. next season. Yeah sarah was into miami too loved it
2: loved
0: it yeah, great franchise rest in peace mama elsa
1: oh my god i know yeah. gone too soon truly
2: um to answer your question though i know i said i was most excited to see brandy and yeah you would think that um like brandy she's still in that kind of circle of friends that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i'm remembering back to the season with um where you know she was starting all these rumors about hooking up with Denise Richards and how like if she was going to slither her way back into Beverly Hills that would have been yeah. the time to do it and the fact that she didn't and you know that was a storyline that kind of ended with the season. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily see a path back to Beverly Hills for Brandy. No. Yeah.
1: I agree. I think her time is over and done, but it's nice. I think Bravo might find guest roles for her to- Definitely. Pop back in, such definitely. as this. Right. Cause she yeah. definitely is a valuable reality TV star, lover or hater, she's entertaining. Yeah,
0: And this is good because she can like, you know, in a way like make peace with not going back to the ship, but she can still be the brand that we all know and love here. Maybe not more so. Cause um, mm-hmm. I think Peacock is uncensored mostly. Yeah. So. You can get so. like even more of that brandy brand that we all love. Definitely. A new beginning. New beginning.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um all right, let's move on to New Jersey real quick. Um I do want to let, you know, Smudge, Sarah does not watch New Jersey. I have been trying to get her on board. She has. And she and I <laughs> said to her, I'm like, "Okay, like watch it." And she's like, "Oh, what season should I start at?" I'm like, "You should start at 1 you have to start at what like and i get it it's it's daunting to start at anything that has because jerseys at what 10 or 11 seasons 12 12 12. there's a lot of jersey to watch but once you get into it the table flip of it all oh my god you will be hooked listen i watched
2: 40 seasons of survivor within six months which are 15 episode hour long Seasons or hour long episodes, and mm. it was doable. So, once I'm done with school, <laughs>
1: I think you'll I'll really enjoy off. it. That's
2: such a, a great treat
0: for yourself to finish school and then go right to Jersey. But Absolutely. listen, I understand times are hard, money is tight, times are tough. If you really, really got a penny pinch here with, with your time and your attention span, start at nine because that's the current cast. So, nine to 11, 12. And for deeper context, just jump back to eight.
2: Okay. Noted.
0: And if you like that, if, if, you, if you have a little extra time, go back to seven. Honestly, like seven is like, you know, the rebirth. Cause that's when Teresa comes home from camp. Then eight, we get Margaret. Nine, we get Jackie and Jennifer. And then, you know, 10, 11, 12. But eight, you see, you know, the beginning of Teresa and Margaret's friendship, which is, which is an important storyline in 12 right now. So really start with eight. If you really don't have time, nine. If you got the time, go back to seven. Or like we said, you know, go just go all the way back to one. These seasons go so fast.
1: They yeah. do, honestly. Like even so, season one came out. I think it was. I was still in high school. I think it was my senior year of high school, and I went to college. And um, it I was on bro-
0: for Jersey. I think two thousand nine.
1: Yeah, so I was still on, it was my last year of high school because I graduated in 2010 and then I went to college in fall of 2010. So Bravo was having a marathon on of the season one of Jersey. And obviously I went to college in Jersey and we were all watching it. I'm not even kidding you, even like the guys in my friend group, we were all in the lounge and they were like, this is amazing. So I went to Walmart and I bought season one on DVD and like I made them start from the beginning. and they all really, really still have inside jokes like we'll be like melania my stairs like yeah so jersey i don't know it's just so unique and i feel like if you, you love my personality sarah like it's literally my personality times 20 and then multiply that by like four to six cast members <laughs> entertaining for sure yes i'll give you that
0: you'll love it you really will like that's the one franchise I tell everyone, like, there's literally not going to be a bad episode. You're going to love all that.
1: Yeah. The only, well, there was a bad season. Season four, I think it was, was terrible. Was it? Everyone four?
0: hated six, but six, six. is so That's good. It, it was That's the true. twins. Yes, I couldn't Tony think Dottie. of the, yeah. We had, we had, we had a cat fight. We had the return of Dino Man's Six is, I stand by it. Six is a good season. Well, I actually it did six, a whole but... episode about that. On season one of my podcast with Steven from Faces by Bravo and Christian Grace, no, we like defended season six amongst other things.
1: I have to check that out. I actually interviewed Amber, um, back at uh, my old radio station job for breast cancer awareness month. She was very nice, but then her husband blocked me. So I was very confused, (sighs) but he's not nice. Such
0: a little ski is that Jim?
1: Yeah. And then Bobby, the one who, what's her name was dating
0: uh was it teresa or nicole
1: i don't remember which one the one of the twins yeah but yeah bobby um
0: nicole nicole
1: okay he owns like a bunch of car dealerships in jersey so yeah so i would be eating lunch at work because i like worked in the area where he owned the dealership and he would just be (laughs) on tv like a ridiculous car dealership commercial i'm like oh my god this guy
0: oh my god so he was like the sweet james of the franchise
1: <laughs> yes yes literally like the sweet james oh my god i think sweet james is way worse because he's just fucking everywhere like an
0: ambulance chaser yeah
1: yeah he's in vegas he's in arizona like
0: Vegas. oh my god
1: yeah he is like i'm not even kidding i was just in vegas a couple weeks ago i'm like there's sweet james <sighs> i guess he's licensed here too
0: my own i i can't oh
1: samaja's <laughs> <God. So> <sighs> an honorary italian <laughs>
0: Okay. Again, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, season love. six. I, I, I think now with this fresh lens, I think when you watch it sour, you're going to really like it.
2: Okay. I'm looking forward to it. It will get done. And then I'll,
1: you'll have to come back. Yeah, I'll come back. Report and back. Talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yes. Even so if I'm,
0: I'm not here, DM me. I, I want to know.
1: Okay. Yes. <laughs> Um so I want to get your opinion on the reunion. I like you know me, I'm a Teresa stan. Yeah, it is getting so difficult to watch her though.
0: So I am a happy resident of Judais Gardens. I love my home, okay? I live there with my four dogs. We have we have a beautiful life together. However, uh you know, some areas of Judais Gardens are definitely under construction but we're working on it okay we're gonna make it right gonna make it better and it's gonna be okay um I know some of us are not having a fun time at this reunion right now I mean there's deflection there is uh uh finger pointing there's some double standards there's some hypocrisy all all the things you want from a reunion right Mm -hmm. I just really hope like Margaret said that this is the one, he has changed, and maybe he was just nervous for the cameras, and maybe all those exes were crazy, I don't know, I don't know, but I do hope that for Teresa, it's right, and he gets it together, or unfortunately, at this stage in both of their lives, maybe, whether we like it or not, they deserve each other, and do with that what you will, (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think the thing that broke my heart the most about this reunion, it wasn't Teresa and Joe fighting or Melissa because they've just done it so many times. It's like an old record at this it's point. It's a routine. It's a yeah. routine. Yeah. The thing that upset me the most was that Dolores was not invited to Teresa's engagement Ugh. party. And Teresa's yeah. reasoning behind that was because she, like her new boyfriend, they're not a couple that they go out together. And I just think that's so typical that was surface crazy. level Teresa. That was and crazy. yeah, normally I can excuse her behavior but I just find that unexcusable. It's not very bestie-like.
0: So really quickly on that, mm-hmm. actually the craziest part of that whole engagement party was when Melissa said, so you put us at the table with strangers. Yeah. <laughs> and Teresa says, I didn't make the seating.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I didn't make the seating chart, I was like, "Uh, and again, I want to be shocked, I want to I be upset, but we all, we've we all known for years that like, you know, they don't really like each other, they tolerate each other, they really don't get along, I guess just to hear them say it out loud and like say it and mean it, it was like, oh, oh my god, how could you, it's like, but wait, you also just both admit it, finally, you don't like each other, so... Yeah. What's it matter? How's, it, how's it shake out and then with the dolores of it all i think i'm starting to put some pieces together so yes they've been friends for 25 years but like anytime like you know you see them you know in their real lives on their instagram at an event you know they always just say oh that's my friend and never said that's my best friend you know that's like my mm-hmm. sister i think i think i think they're just long-term friends and i think we the audience is making them closer to what they actually are. And then we're getting ourselves upset when, when we see them treat each other a certain way. like, yeah, like, you know, they go up for each other because they have relationship but I don't think they're like each other's best bestest, bestest friends. like literally one time I went to <coughs> one of Teresa's book signings and I was like oh I'm like are any of your friends coming and I was being silly like thinking like housewives friend and she's like oh she's like yeah like my friend Roxanna my friend Roxy's coming didn't say Dolores so I'm like okay so obviously have friends outside of this show so maybe we're not as close as we as we like them to think they are
1: that's a fair thought I think maybe like out of all cast members, maybe Dina's like that number one
0: position,
1: Mm -hmm. but that's fair. I just know, I know Dolores fits into that crew really well. I'm wondering if maybe there's some tension because doesn't Dolores still have a friendship with Caroline?
0: Yeah. And then apparently for years, there's been some big beef with Dolores and Dina that no one knows about. So,
1: all right. So maybe that's number
0: one. And, you know, and for years, you know, um, Dolores has said in interviews, oh yeah, let's bring Carolyn back. We're, we're friends. So maybe it's like some secret resentment on Risa's side that she won't express, but maybe she, has, she doesn't express it because again, maybe we're not as close as we think they are.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: You know, she has her back for a show, but maybe in real life they're just not that close.
1: Right. No, I totally get it. Also, I'm getting sorry, I'm getting a pop-up that the meeting's going to end in 10 minutes. Oh no! And I don't understand why because that's never happened. So if we have to like hang up and like save one recording, I'll just mesh it together in editing. The joys of post-pandemic technology, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so to kind of wrap things up with New Jersey, cause I know we still have a part like left of it. Um, yeah. Do you think like, where do you think this is headed? Where, what do you think's in store for Joe mm. and Teresa Emily. So
0: um i'm sure at the end of the day her and her brother will be okay because that's her brother and i think uh for the show i think one of two things needs to happen i think we need to send Teresa somewhere i don't know if Mm -hmm. it's spinoff if it's peacock, send her somewhere and then all these girls that are very clearly upset with her and don't want to film let them do their own show i'll give them two seasons to get it together and if they don't cancel it all of it like scrap the whole show because obviously you couldn't do it without Teresa so I'll give them two seasons to fix it make it nice put it together if they can't do it if it flops and fails then everyone we have our answer the show never worked without Teresa so I I want them to have that chance because again we've got to give everyone a chance Mm -hmm. or option two since everyone is you know feeling terrorized and bullied by Teresa then they all need to like Group together, pull their money together, get their resources, and you know, uh, finance the security costs it'll take to have Drita on the show, and then just let them fight because Teresa wants to fight someone. Drita always wants to fight. Let them fight. And then, like, you know, sidebar episodes what, like nine through 12? It can be the other girls, again, trying to build their own little thing, while episodes, you know, 12 to 27 are just <laughs> Drita and Teresa boxing it out.
1: Amazing. I, I, yeah, I think Teresa's time is kind of running up. I did a reel on it today and everyone got, not everyone, a lot of people agreed with me, but some people are like, well, they're already filming and she's part of it. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to report any shit officially until it comes from Bravo's mouth. Not you, Brenda from Wisconsin. Okay. So people are so annoying. I swear to God. Something's
0: got to give. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody listen, something's got to give
1: exactly um all right i do want to talk about summer house um because we had the finale episode our reunion is next week and this was the first episode of summer house that sarah actually ever watched yes congratulations um, thank you <laughs> i'm yeah. sorry
0: you didn't get our theme song though we never stop oh that such a good theme
1: song i don't know why they did away with it Um, are we
0: fighting are we fighting with dina deadly what's what's going on bravo are you you guys in litigation with dina deadly where's our theme song she
1: also sings the vanderpump rules theme song oh yeah um so yeah i want to get sarah's hot takes on it because it was her first time watching so do you have any favorite standout cast members
2: yeah i I'm not gonna be good with names, obviously, because I only watched yeah, one that's episode. Yeah, We'll but help you along. Amanda. Right? Yeah. Um, I like her. I'm not a huge fan of her now husband. Um, he seems like he's stuck being 22 at 40 years old and entering into a marriage with four million dollars worth of debt is scary. Um, but I do really like Amanda. Um, she seems very genuine and uh, she seems cool. Yeah, and overall, the show. Is interesting. It's like a mix of Love Island, New Jersey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Jersey Shore, but still classy at the same time. Um, so I like it. I'll yeah. definitely set my recording for next season. For yeah.
1: Sure. And it's funny. A lot of people, the general consensus is what you said. Like a lot of people love Demand that she did have a rough season. Um, I wish we had time to binge the whole season tonight because there were times where you really saw the dynamic of her her and Kyle blow up and like you saw like, all right, some things are definitely her fault. Whereas in the past we're like it's a hundred percent Kyle's fault, but out of the two of them, like he needs to pull his shit together way more. And she does seem very genuine. Like I like that you mentioned that. Ever since she came on season one, I used to tweet all the time, like you're the only normal one and she would like it so she's she's really cool
0: she's a jersey girl
1: mm-hmm. from hillsborough um i actually have a friend who lives in hillsborough and mm-hmm. her backyard looks really similar so i wonder if in this they're wow. in the same area
2: beautiful house yeah. yeah i would have my wedding at my parents house if their backyard looked like that <laughs> right i
0: mean come on like best thing you ever well i'm glad you watched it i hope yeah. you will continue i mean you'll on but I hope you'll go back so you too can fall in love with one of our greatest reality stars ever Miss Lindsay Hubbard I mean Hubhouse is just a powerhouse on camera off camera nothing better than Lindsay Hubbard on my TV every week
1: I just could not stand her this season I know that's the unpopular opinion oh, she
0: was so good she was so good this season she
1: bugged me <laughs> but like I feel like I can no longer stick up for Sierras and she randomly blocked me so like oh. fend for yourself girl
0: you know what she she can go on my on my on my island for you know those uh housewives that need some work those uh boring housewives sierra can join them too
1: my mvp of the season is andrea and i think we all know this um i'm obsessed with him my Taurus king Yes. Um. He, he and I talk a lot. I mean, not a lot. Like that's kind of weird to say, but like a, a fairly, like once a week we'll like pop, I'll pop in his DMs. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it was his birthday recently. Happy belated birthday, Andrea. And I'm like, Andrea, yes. I find it so hard to believe you're a Taurus male because you're just so freaking nice. <laughs> like every Taurus I've dated has been a disaster. Not that I'm dating Andrea. I'm not. He's very happy with Lexi. But Hey, hey
0: put it out there. Put it out there. You never know. I, There's still maybe.
1: time. Oh my God please um (laughs) but aquarians and taurians are like very bad like bad bad matches but i'm a taurus moon Mm. so it's just interesting
0: speaking of andrea fun fact do you know i've been following him on instagram since 2015 i discovered that i discovered that when i went to go wish him happy birthday i just scrolled up to the top and it says you've been following this account since 2015 and i had to think how did i get here i don't know but am i happy i'm here yes very happy
1: yeah he's so sweet like we bonded we like both use the same tomato puree to make our sauce um and he was like oh my god where can you find it in la like i only have to go to Italy. like in new york i'm like that's where i find mine (laughs) um and he recommended a cookie for me to try because i was telling him i like the bioki which is
0: yeah
1: um it's a hazelnut filling in these two vanilla cookies. It's so good. Delicious. He's like, try the Pondastelle. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to go Century City, go to Italy, get my Pondestelle because Andrea said so.
0: Text me, back. I need to write that down.
1: Yeah, I will. Yeah, because you're not far from an Italy. You're in the New York, you can go to Italy. Yeah. And maybe you'll run I'm, into Andrea.
0: I'm, I'm literally going on Monday. So yeah, let me know.
1: Fabulous. All right, maybe. I will definitely, I'll have to text you after this episode. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up about this episode, the wedding, obviously. Yes. Why does it seem like every reality show, when there's a wedding involved, whoever's getting married waits to write their vows until the day of? It's Literally. not cute. It's oh, we have it's less. It's irresponsible. Than a minute left. It's lazy. It is. Yes.
0: It's terrible. Um, And all I have to say on that is, I think maybe we're encouraged to hold off so that way if there's something happening, and like, you know, God forbid they had a normal wedding without a hitch, what would Bravo ever do? So I think they might encourage them to, you know, hey, those hours, hold off on that. Have another shot first, then come back to it. Like, like I feel like, you know, there's some stalling on, on the network side.
1: That's fair quick break to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. Now, a lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit to other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't it mean it'll work for you that's why new weight uses a psychology based approach that adapts to your lifestyle it's flexible and focuses on progress not perfection allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you new weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge one-on-one coaching and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Okay, so Amanda and Kyle's wedding. I want to know, what did you guys think of her dress? Because it was simple, but it was very pretty.
2: I loved it. I thought it was elegant. I thought it was classy. I thought it was interesting, but still simple. I loved it. I thought she looked great. Yeah.
0: Beautiful gowns. Great gowns. Um, I wanted to know, because I know we both have them, Amanda and Kyle. Where were your siblings? Why were your siblings at the wedding? I know amanda has a brother and kyle has a brother we were the siblings
1: they might have been there because did you see at one point there were little girls who i assume were the flower girls like standing up on a chair so i feel like those were nieces
0: probably okay
1: so maybe they were there they just weren't highlighted on camera because we probably never really got to meet them
0: true and i guess i found it weird because like I've seen them tag their siblings in photos with their faces on Instagram, so I don't, I don't know if it's, like, lack of wanting to be shown on camera, but, like, if you're going to be on your public figure sibling Instagram, why would you not want to be in their in their wedding?
1: I know. You know what I was thinking when I was watching it? I'm like, I wonder how much of the guest list they had to cut down because they were filming.
0: Mm, that, too. Or, similarly, how much of that guest <laughs> How much of the guest list our guest and like, you know, filler, like random production members who got to dress up for a day.
1: Oh my God, that would be really funny. I would have gone to that wedding. Oh, of um, course. Do you know what pissed century. me off though? Um, in the coming attractions, and I did talk about this with Sarah. Well, actually she brought it up when Carl was like, does anyone object to this wedding? And she said, I would never have that right at my wedding, which I agree, <laughs> but also I got pissed at Bravo for highlighting that as the coming attraction to make us stay tuned as if someone was actually going to object like we knew no one was going to object we knew there was no way um and that goes back to my like does bravo think we're stupid
0: they do and also like does that ever actually happen i want to know has anyone ever objected at a wedding truly in real life like i I want to know that's
2: some shotgun redneck
1: you know like (laughs) i don't know that's (laughs) these
0: call us Believers, right. if you've ever objected, right? please call us. Yeah.
1: DM me, and we'll read it next episode of the show. I'm in a Facebook group where people do polls, and that was one of them. And I think there were a couple that voted they did see an objection, but I think I was working, so I didn't, like, stop and read it. Mm. But, yeah, I, I feel like it's not a popular thing. I feel like it's definitely circumstantial. There's got to be some like family drama. Yeah.
0: Something, you know, at my wedding. Both of you object. I don't care what you object to. Just do it.
1: Okay. <laughs> be like, I object. Why? The room is the wrong shade of beige.
0: Like, you know what? Fair. Cancel it. Wedding canceled. We got. She objects. We got to stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, that would be so awkward if anyone did that at my wedding. I would be like, excuse you.
0: <laughs> you can you can see yourself out this way
2: you wouldn't put yourself in a marriage that has the possibility of people objecting like that I would hope
1: <laughs> I wouldn't but also like I feel like not my mom listens to this podcast so I feel really bad but I feel like if <laughs> my mom hated who I was gonna marry so much she would but you would never let yourself get to that point is what I'm saying you know I don't know if she didn't like my ex she didn't hate my ex but she did not love my ex for me like at all and when we broke up she was like so happy not not to be re- oh. I, I don't want to knock my my ex like he really is a wonderful guy we just we're not a match like I'm 20 yeah. billion times more ambitious than he is no offense oh. he would admit that too so it's fine you um, know what
0: no one wants to work these days no one wants to have ambition okay no <laughs> one wants to get out their fucking ass and have ambition anymore. <laughs> get your ass up and have ambition
1: What was the meme you sent me? Like, no one wants to love me these days. Get off your ass and love me.
0: No one wants to fall in love with me. It's true. No one wants to fall in love with me these days. Listen, besties, get off your fucking ass and fall in love with me. Okay.
1: I love that. I, yeah, definitely. Listen to Samaj fall in love with us. Yeah, I don't know. I could see my mom doing it. So my latest, especially like my latest celebrity crush is Danny Elfman and he's 68 and like ripped. (laughs) And he lives in Encino, so, like, it totally could happen, but he's married. Um, But, like, I could see if I was to marry someone like that, my mom, like, at the last second be like, I don't know about this one.
0: Well, you know, hit up your friend Kyle. I'm sure she knows him. And you guys will have a date, like, next week.
1: Oh, my God. Yes.
0: Because Kyle knows everyone. In this town, she in knows this everyone. Town,
1: that's her yes that's actually a good segue right now beverly hills is coming back next week next week so excited yeah yeah they, wednesday they, they did not release the taglines yet
0: and you know what i'm okay with that really quickly on that i'm so tired of like entire seasons being spoiled and everything being spoiled i want to go back to the old days where like we knew nothing until until it was on like having half the season played out on Instagram and Twitter makes me not want to watch it. It's like, cause I, I know what I'm wa- what am I watching for. I know exactly what's happening here. So like, I've gone as far now as like hashtag so I don't see anything. Cause like, I want the show to be the show. If I wanted a spoiler, I would just like let the season finish and then watch the reunion. Like let my show be the show.
1: That's fair. I think it was also like in the beginning it was a very different time. Like I always compare how now we look at the housewives Instagrams, like you said, or what they're tweeting, but before that, do you remember when they had to write the blogs?
0: Oh my God. The blogs I never read, but always heard about. Yes.
1: Oh, I always, I always read them because at the time I was a morning show producer. So at times, like there were just hours, like six o'clock in the morning, nobody's calling in to be on your show. Like everyone's getting ready for work. Nobody's got time to call. So that hour was mostly dead for me. So that's when I would sit and catch up on the Bravo blogs. This was like in the heyday, like 20, uh, i as a producer, 2013 to 2015. So Mm -hmm. I was catching up on those blogs during six o'clock hour um, of my job.
0: (laughs) I always thought the blogs were fake. Like I thought they were like, you know, like, just they not were definitely ghost it. written. Yeah, they- yeah. See, so I thought I'm like, I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is just like a magazine article. Why am I reading this? But then I learned later on that some of them did write it, and it was from their own words. I'm like, but again, I'm like, oh, I don't want to read. I'll, I'll, I'll just watch the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I would save them for after. It felt like a satisfying little like nightcap for the episode.
0: An apertif, if you will. yeah.
1: I love that. Yes. <laughs> um all right so what are we most excited for this season on the real housewives of beverly hills
0: i am excited for and i'm speaking this into existence uh the random what episode seven backdoor trailer into dubai (laughs) oh my god that's funny you know it's going to be Dorit's friend who you know was is in town for the weekend. I feel like I feel like they're going to back doors when Beverly Hills into Dubai.
1: I could totally see that happening, or like Caroline Stanberry coming in because yes. she's done a lot and like she's friends out here. She has a podcast with Dear Media and mm-hmm. they're in LA. So, the
0: podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: You nailed it. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, yeah. which Dear Media shows do you listen to?
0: Okay, so I listened to um. You're gonna love me with Katie Maloney. Katie. I listen to Adderall and Compliments by Annabelle DeSisto. Okay, Annabelle. good one. Um, I listen to Taste of Taylor with Taylor Strecker hmm And um I dip in and out of not skinny, not fat.
1: Okay. I love recovering from reality with Alexis Haynes, who was formerly like Nancy Joe. This is Alexis Nyer's calling. Yes. Um so fun fact, I matched with her producer on Hinge.
0: Oh. God,
1: this was during the pandemic, I think. And I was like, he, we had a great conversation and then he just stopped answering one day, which is fine. Mm. That's like typically how the apps go. But yeah. one day for shits and giggles, like she posted him on our story um, and I responded and it was like, he, like we had a great conversation on Hinge and he stopped replying to me. And she was like, I'm going to report him to HR. <laughs>
0: I love her, she is amazing. She's
1: great, she's great. I've met her mom too. Mm-hmm. We both filmed our demo reels on the same day. And she was like, my daughter, God, I'm such a nosy bitch. She was like, <laughs> my daughter is, cause she was in, so there, it was in a studio in Burbank and the, yeah. she was in like, like a dressing room area. Mm-hmm but there was a slit at the top. The door was closed, but like you could hear everything coming out of the slit. Right. she's like, yeah, my daughter was like part of the bling ring. So I go in and I was like, did you just say the bling ring? And she's like, (laughs) yeah. Like you could tell she was like kind of annoyed at first. And I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. One of the girls, Alexis Snyers, like she has a pocket. She's like, that's my daughter. And I was like, I love your daughter. And we like bonded and she was very nice. That's So so cute yeah Um,
0: no to be serious uh sorry sorry besties get back on track
1: i'm very excited
0: to um see obviously the continuation of uh erica jane erica gerardi and the gerardi and keys of it all i'm excited to see
1: (laughs) on that note i'm excited (laughs) but here's the thing how much can she really reveal not much
2: no but it's fun to see garcelle call her out yeah you know,
1: um,
0: I mean, orphans like and me. widows kind of makes you sick, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: literally, I just like I feel like so unfulfilled, like I get excited with stuff like that, but then I end up feeling more unfulfilled. It's like that ex you have and it's like you want that conversation with him. You're like, this is going to be so fulfilling. And then you feel yeah. leave feeling so more unfulfilled than before. And more when more you questions. Yeah.
0: More questions. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really silly. Speaking of more questions, what the hell is going on with Kathy and Kyle and Rena? I mean. Uh, oh yeah. That's I fairly, need, I need to uh, see that play out.
2: Yeah, Kathy was talking mad crap about her sister.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they. I can't
0: wait.
1: <laughs> the Richard sisters of it all, like that's always been a rocky storyline. Do we know? Do you think like Kim is gonna have any? appearances
0: i so, feel like we'll see her face a couple times i would like to but so recently like about three ish months ago kim mm-hmm. jumped on cameo like cameo live and basically she's like i'm very happy you know not being around that environment so i don't think she has any desire to return in that capacity she's like i love my sisters we're all very good right now so um i don't think she would uh be looking to do that but she would be looking to go back to the silver screen because i actually i'm like kim we all know that you're that you're the star you're the real actress of this family i mean you know race to Witch mountain hello like she's i'm like kim any chance of you going back to you know acting she's like i would love to so hopefully we'll see kim and you know some different projects
1: yes because right now kyle's kind of holding that together with halloween number 95
0: I mean, and a new nose for every role. The dedication (laughs) that lady takes for for these movies, it is truly unmatched, unhinged, but also unmatched. Speaking of unhinged, I'm also looking forward to uh, our new villain, Diana Jenkins. She seems- I know, I was just going to
1: mention her. I'm excited that she has the same first name as me. I would just like to bring up that on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there's now been a villain with the same first name as me and the same last name as me. Although I don't know if there's any relation to Carlton Jebbia. I'm surprised more people don't ask me that. Um, it comes up every now and then, but yeah, yeah I don't know if we're related.
0: I, mean, I just think people like forget about Carlton, unfortunately, because... Um, at the time it was really fun but again different era housewives i think it had been on the last five years it'd be a whole different response to her so Mm -hmm. i think she was ahead of her time unfortunately i
1: remember like when it came out on twitter again i was working like in that producing job so it's like 6 a.m and i'm scrolling on twitter and it came out that she was gonna join and i'm like oh my god someone like you never see my last name anywhere this is so exciting Uh and then the the episodes premiered and i was like i take that back this is horrible (laughs)
0: Sarah, did you like Carlton?
1: I didn't watch her. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
0: Oh. Because that was Jersey. Mm.
1: No, 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 no. She's Beverly Beverly
0: Hills.
1: She was the witch. Oh my God, yes. See,
2: she's forgettable. Dark hair? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No, I remember like not hating her, but not loving her and like trying to get on board with like her vibe and it just was like, a little off
1: mm-hmm. yeah so she and um david i think her husband's name was they're divorced now and their mansion was up for yes. sale on million dollar listing
0: yes circles become circles but my yes. favorite thing about carlson was how she literally like frazzled and fucked with kyle so much like kyle <laughs> really did not did not did not know to do it to her or herself like when she was around she's completely unraveled and, and uninjured in every conceivable way and it was the best television the only kyle i want is a frazzled kyle
1: yes no 100 percent. and i think we'll see a lot of that coming up with just the fights with kathy because with kyle, kyle i think there's kyle. well yeah no that's what i'm saying i think we'll see her unravel with the fights with kathy because just with her there's such a what's the word not she's obligation a,
2: she's a people pleaser yeah History. so yes. as soon as anyone's upset with her it's like oh my god oh my god like Especially to her family. Especially to her family.
1: Not the, I'm not, not obligation, but like her allegiance is what I'm looking for to her family and how high like she holds them in regard and she doesn't want to rock the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's more so with Kathy than with Kim. I think with Kim, she's not afraid to rock the boat. She's not afraid to get in her face. But when it comes to Kathy, I think there's some part of her that wants her acceptance. Totally.
0: Yeah, I mean, what else can she take from Kim? She already, she already stole her goddamn house. Like, what else? <laughs> what, what's left? What's left for for Kyle to take from, from, from little Kim? Oh, my God. I think it's
2: that, you know, stereotypical older sister, younger sister, seeking acceptance, seeking approval. Yeah. And, you know, Kathy is part of one of the most wealthy families in America. Yeah. Um, you know, billionaire status, which even though Kyle is super successful and Marisa is super successful, they're nowhere near that tier of just complete Mm -hmm. filthy wealth. Opulence. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think Kyle for the rest of her life will always have a desire to be fully accepted and loved by Kathy.
1: That's fair.
0: Yeah. And I'm also excited for Crystal's new storyline. Obviously, mm-hmm. minus you know, like uh, the health, the health concerns, the health issues she's going through. Right. I yeah. enjoyed seeing her culture last year and learning about her family. And hello, Rob, director of the of the Lion King. Like, I definitely want to see more of them together and more of her.
1: Yeah. Uh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. they are friends with my crush, Danny Elfman, because obviously, Danny Elfman does the scores for like. He, well, he was Jack Skellington, and I remember for yes. Christmas but does a lot of musical scores. So if I ever have an entree into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I'm thinking I could come on as a friend of Crystal's.
0: That's so smart. See, look at you, you're already thinking five steps ahead. I love We're that. We're making
1: moves. Somebody play <laughs> this back in a reunion three years from now.
0: Yes, manifest it. Oh and God. of course I'm excited for our suffer Belle Sutton or, you know, as Ryan Bailey made her foghorn leg horn, I say, I say, oh I say. God, oh my God. Like, <laughs> that's so
1: accurate can't wait what does he go by the bad bitch of podcasting the bad boy of podcasting ryan bailey
0: he's the bad boy shout out to ryan bailey the bad boy of podcasting Love him. he turned sutton into foghorn lake horn and it was the best like his recaps every week they got more unhinged and sutton got more cartoonish in his imitation so good
1: love that all right well i guess we'll have to look out for that next week i can't wait until it comes on beverly hills I don't know about you both, but that's one of the ones I look forward to most every year. 100%. Yeah.
0: You know what I look forward to? The end of Summer House, because now because now I don't have to deal with Paige Paige and her lying, denying, and decepting, and deceiving. I think Paige is, like, getting away with murder every year, and it only gets worse. And yeah. now she's partnering with Craig, and, and their brand together is, like, it's very hard. unsavory.
1: Yeah. Do you know, actually, one more thing I want to bring up about Summer House? Do you think Danielle moving to Charleston is going to be a segue for her into Southern Charm?
0: Um, So I think it's the segue into uh, the Chloe and Kim take Miami, Chloe and Kim take New York style spinoff with Sierra and Paige that's happening. Okay. I think I I, I think Danielle's saying she's going to Charleston will be like the jumping off point for this next part of the multiverse. Cause Austin Craig said at Pillows and Beer, they said that Winterhouse is going to pick up where Summer House leaves off. And then Winter House will segue into Southern Charm. So I guess somewhere in between Winterhouse and Southern Charm and Southern Charm and like I guess the fall will get this little page slash. Sierra now slash Danielle. Spin-off. Sierra
1: would go with Danielle though, because of the whole wine glass.
0: No, no, they'll go because Paige and Sierra now apparently are a package deal, and and Craig and them said like Sierra and Paige are coming down for a few weeks in May to quote unquote hang out, obviously to film, but like so right. There's gonna be something there.
1: You also wanted to before we sign off talk about Kyle and Carl.
0: Yes, uh, so our OGs of the house. Kyle, yes. Carl, was they so sweet. They built this house. Um, rock and roll. Yeah. So two weeks ago, uh, they had came to the DMV area and they were here to promote, which they did not have conveniently, the Strawberry Lemonade <laughs> boy. But they came down to a couple <laughs> venues. They took pictures. And I just want to say this. I can see how and why Amanda has concerns about whereabouts of her husband. Because unfortunately, after, like, what, Lover boy 27, Kyle does not know where he is. He does not know what's going on. As I was leaving the party, one of the parties, this mm-hmm. couple walked up to him, like, this lady and her husband mm-hmm. was, they were also, you know, drinking, maybe overserved. This lady, like, grabbed his face, was, like, rubbing his face oh. and, like, kissing his forehead. And he was just, like, he he was just like going with it, and the guy was like, "Oh, ha, ha honey, that's so cute." Like, leave him alone. And she was like trying to like grab his face, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm like, I can see how Kyle you get yourself into these situations. I see how you get in the trouble now."
1: Wait, can we just say allegedly? Allegedly. Thank you. Um, sorry, I'm like getting distracted by all the hate I'm getting on my reel I did about Teresa. It's actually funny, uh, but uh, it's crazy you said that because um Kyle. When I saw him in at the Beverly Hilton in November, yeah. um, he like picked up Amanda's FaceTime call and he was like super chill. So it's just interesting. Like the two, the dynamic of it all, you know, the yin yeah. and yang.
0: Literally. Well, you know what? I guess that's what makes him a great reality star. I'm so proud of Carl. I hate that the internet is saying like, you know, he did nothing this season. He's boring. I literally like, wanted to like jump through the TV when Paige said, "What did you do?" Like Paige, you spent 80 percent of your time on camera, literally lying down in a bed. So what did you do this summer? Literally, what right. did you do? Carl she gave didn't even you help growth. Clean. Exactly. Carl gave you growth. He gave you, you know, real life struggles. He gave you maturity. Like and yes. that and, and that that can be someone's summer everyone's summer is not you know drinking and doing adderall and coke to four in the morning and he and he admitted that he's like you know he's like i stopped doing cocaine and drinking and all this stuff so like i felt his story was the most honest and to mm-hmm. me it was so entertaining unlike luke whose storyline was you know uh Tapping trees, getting maple, building fires, and, yeah. you know, dating really, really young women. I don't know. I don't I. I don't know who, that, who that's fun for. It's not fun for me, um, but I'm sure, unfortunately, he'll be back fine. Yeah. But I do want Alex to come back. I think Alex... I really I think Alex needs
1: to do-over.
0: Yeah. Yes. And the rest of the girls, you know, good job. Uh, I, I did want a little more from Amanda. I did want more of season four of Amanda, the best season and the best Amanda. Yeah. And Hubsy Wubsy Lindsay Hubhouse. No notes. No notes.
1: All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. No notes is a good note to end up on. Um, the margaritas are kicking in. I'm gonna get a text from my mom. You sounded drunk by the end of your episode. Um <laughs> Margaret. What right? are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Is our good, um, our good angel, our good what's role model for us to follow. <laughs> um samaj please tell everyone where they can find you
0: so y'all can find me over at samaj with an h on instagram and at samaj gets canceled which is the podcast page and on twitter please tweet me i'm always on twitter at samaj xtx i will spell none of those for you diana will spell all of them for you because she's a great host i am not i am learning and be sure to give this podcast five stars and follow diana she's on tiktok now and the tiktoks are amazing hilarious and funny and so yeah like me. let's let's just do this guys let's follow her let's get it going Let's clean up the mess that Thomas the Trade Engine made, okay? Because Thomas had never seen such a mess in his life, but we're going to fix it. We're going to clean up this mess, and we're going to get it to 10K, and we're going to do all the things.
1: This is why, like, I need you everywhere. Like, you're like my hype man. I'm not even kidding you. I could have used you at Coachella when I was like sweating my ass out of every orifice <laughs> and like doubting myself. Although I did meet I mentioned him last episode. Brian was really cool and he was like hyping me up. Like you and Brian would be like the ultimate hype team. I'm not even kidding you.
0: And the pictures look great. Like I can't wait to see like the article and the print and the follow up. Do you
1: wanna do you wanna Coachella real? I've been debating it.
0: Yes, I do send it to me
1: we can't find sarah anywhere because she's like not on social media
0: (laughs) such a smart girl oh my god smart young lady
1: yes but um how was your first podcast experience it was fun i was was a
2: little nervous in the beginning but you know you guys make it easy so
0: oh thank you
2: yeah you did a good job i really enjoyed it and we'll have to reconnect once i
1: finish jersey yeah please we'll have you back on the show
0: i know you can have questions and diane and i we have answers (laughs)
1: okay (laughs) yes Yes. well thank you so much babes for tuning into another episode of the believe in bravo besties podcast make sure you follow everyone listed on this show follow believe at believe lifestyle and believe network believe is spelled B L E A V. subscribe rate review five stars and i will talk to you next week bye babes
0: bye